We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Road of His Basketball Show. My name is Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland and I'm joined again by Conor O'Driscoll, aka Draco, who of course you can check out on Twitter at DracoOut, which is D-R-I-C-O-O-U-T. Wanted to differentiate those two O's, but Conor is closing in on 1,000 followers over there on Twitter and I think as the 2021 FFPC Basketball Tournament Champion, I think he deserves to get up there to 1,000, but it's not Connor, the best ball tournament champion that I think deserves to get you there. I think it's the quality of the work that you're doing up on rotaviz.com over the last couple of months. You've really been crushing it, crushing it so much that I had to get you on to continue to talk about these articles on the podcast. I think it's something that's really beneficial for the listeners to be hearing your insights, your information. So it's great to have you back on the show here as we are going to talk today about our underdog drafters drafting enough running back so we all know that uh, we love zero rb we love all forms of trying to differentiate that of its hero rb or modified zero rb we did talk a little bit about hyper fragile on the last show we've talked about it a couple of times but today we're going to talk about should underdog drafters be drafting more running back so looking forward to diving into this but connor you're the man who wrote the article what give you the idea of wanting to encourage people to draft more running backs well uh actually Liam the uh the BBM champion last year he made the the comments last joke that this is a uh, this is a deep covert operation from <laughs> big running back trying to infiltrate Rotoviz, uh change the hearts and minds of subscribers and really promote drafting more running backs because who needs wide receivers anyway yeah, I've been getting I've been getting messages all off season long. What has happened to Sean Siegel? Why is he drafting running backs? Call him. Why do you, does your team have early running backs? Why is there so much running backs on these teams? But you touched on it on the last show. We are drafting over at Underdog this year quite a bit. Fantasy football, in particular, best ball is getting bigger and bigger. But last year, a lot of our contests, like I mentioned at the start of the show, you won the FFPC best ball tournament last year. We came in second place. A combined. 125,000 in winnings between the road of his team there but this year we are partnered up as well with underdog fantasy and we're drafting over there as well it is half point ppr so obviously those running backs with elite profiles do get that little bit of a bump so whether it is connor trying to infiltrate our brains and uh you know he's working for big running back but uh 
yeah, we're going to talk a little bit today about should people be drafting more running backs? We're seeing a lot of wide receivers go in those opening rounds. What are your thoughts after you know the research that you've done on, on this particular article? Well, I think you made a uh, great point there in, in that you really do need to understand the, the rules, the scoring settings, like every, every strategy, every game ever has to start with a firm understanding of what are the rules? What does that mean? And so the, the way I approach this is that obviously all of the tools on the site are amazing. Like 90, 95% of all the research I do in fantasy football are just wrote of his tools. But when it comes to the roster construction um, tools, which is where we get a lot of the ideas for different builds. One thing that's like important to remember that even over uh, long time frames, when we look at these kind of suggested uh, guidelines for our builds, a lot of the time they do come in ranges. And for example, Anchor RB, uh, even in Fanball back to 2015, the strong, I guess basically the strongest results is is f- taking five running back when you take one up top and then delay your, uh, your second running back. But six works pretty well too. Six running backs... In, in, that, in that build can all, is all, also has very strong results. And so it is important to remember, hey, you don't want to fit just, these are these are the position hits that I want to go for. That's it. Like, that's my strategy. So you do really, it is, I think it, it is important to understand that it's in ranges. And so when I look at, um, for example, zero RB, the, when people go that route, there's a strong, or sorry, last year there was a strong, strong preference for going six over seven. And what's interesting is that seven actually worked in terms of advancing to the playoffs much better than six and used way less often. And so, I mean, I see that and I think, okay, well, there does seem to be a contrarian edge for taking seven. But having said that, there, there are two caveat, caveats on that. One is that the, the, even the, uh, the sample size is small on, on, on the seven RBs, but then also on top of that, of the teams, of the zero RB teams that took six and then got to the playoffs, their pass-through rate to the final was like double. Uh, so there is, I guess, there, there is some nuance there, even with, but that is a sam- small sample size, but... Having said that, I don't think that the seven or B back uh, or B build should be ignored in situations where even if you've gotten the six and you're still feeling uh, not the strongest with your running back build, you should be you should be comfortable going to seven. And then I guess the second caveat would be that because the results were so strong last year and there's actually been articles about taking seven, I don't think it will be as unique this year, but it is definitely, you need to think of these builds in ranges. You should be six or seven and make that decision within, in your draft. You mentioned some of the numbers there. We'll get back to them you know, on the actual build and how many running backs you, you should draft. But this article is talking about, are people drafting enough running backs? The one key element, you know we want to try and sometimes be a little bit contrarian or gain those edges in different areas one of the key edges to this is if you're drafting 
running backs early and we talked about this with the hyper fragile builds try to not keep taking them people who are drafting those running backs early tend to just love taking running backs early and through those first five rounds they're really going to continue to load up and potentially even after that maybe they'll get a wide receiver or two mixed in there but they usually are going to have too many running backs through those first eight rounds and then even later in it so you've talked about the contrarian edge here truly is restraint yeah um so it's it's the data kind of bears out that it's just a completely different set of drafters who do the early running backs and who do anchor or zero rb uh, for the uh for the zero RB or the, the modified zero RB drafters, there's like there's a lot of restraint there, and the lean tends to be to 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 the lower end of running backs. Whereas with uh, early running back drafters, they they have no problem going to four, five, six, sometimes even seven. And so if you're trying to differentiate yourself from early running back drafters, it, it's going to be true restraint, just. Once you get the four or five, sometimes stop, and then you 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 are creating that uniqueness, which is part of why yeah, I guess we we sometimes do do the the, the hyper fragile uh, builds, just because creating that differentiation is as simple as that. When it comes to uh, I guess just to circle back to the anchor or B, what the. The most important thing about Anchor RB is that it's the most consistent, uh, it produces the most consistent results every year. It, it always does well. And, and part of that is because it's it's easier to implement, like because you, you get the one running back up top, you're relying on them to have the legendary season. Then you fill in the RB2 with these kind of like uh, fl- more flyer types less uh, less certain uh, outcomes but it gets used about 20 percent of the time so when when you, you use this kind of easier to implement but harder to uh harder to differentiate build you really do want to be looking for ways that you can do it different you you want to do it differently than everyone else and so i mentioned at the start that the results for six are basically as good as as the results for five. Yet people want to do people tend to do the uh, the five version way more often. So I've just got uh, just some some numbers here. Uh, roughly speaking, of uh, the anchor RB teams that also only drafted two quarterbacks and two tight ends, about eight thousand teams, roughly speaking, did five, and only three thousand teams did six. And so, if you're able to to cut your uh, your usage rate in in by more than half, then that is uh, that's something that you really want to do. Actually, the the playoff rate for the six RB teams was stronger than the five RB teams. And I think that um, just to hark back to the um, the anchor RB piece that we did about a month ago, um, I think that the strongest way to do this anchor RB is to really delay your RB2. And so if you delay your RB2 until after round nine, now, obviously, that's a guideline. I'm not saying, hey, here's the rule. Implement this rigidly. Uh, I'm just trying to say, hey, if you if you delay it past when other people are comfortable and then go to six, 
you've got your uh, and and then take two quarterbacks, two tight ends. You've got your your usage rate for last year down to 580 teams at 26% advance rate, 3% semifinal rate, and then a really strong final rate as well. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And again, when we're talking about those numbers, it is coming from the roster construction explorer. But then when we're looking at it, that is out of the massive fields that was in the BBM2, which is around 155,000 entrants. So when we're talking about these numbers and cutting it down to even 8,000 with a 20% advance rate, like that's a massive edge to be able to, to go ahead and get. Right. It's a huge edge. And then, but I guess what I'm saying is you can go a step further than that and go from 8,000 down to 3,000 down to, uh, what was the number I said, uh, 580, just by just by finding these little deviations, delay your, your second running back, take the, and, and to compensate, take the sixth, and then you're, you, you're getting just as strong, if not stronger, probably stronger results, and people aren't doing it. And so... That that is that I think that's a really uh, good way to approach using Rotoviz tools and um, trying to be unique and 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 getting good teams in ways that other people aren't really thinking about or doing. Yeah, and you can like you talked about the numbers there, and you can hear Connor dropping them off. The the information will be in today's show notes on this article to be able to read it up on rotoviz.com. But it is a case that the information that's in it is obviously going to be more picture format and easier to probably digest than when we're talking through it here but when we're looking at it like for example you mentioned that previous one with the 580 teams that is able to be broken down into specific builds so anchor running back running back two after round nine and your overall build to have two quarterbacks and two tight ends and that also is filling in a lot of those other areas that we're hoping to do in terms of our builds with the two quarterbacks in the window and the elite tight end allows you to just take those two tight ends in that build so it really starts to, to all pair together. So when we're talking about these things on shows, on podcasts, on videos, it is a case that we're pulling that information from the tools on the site to show us those previous results. But I do think getting 
that anchor RB and, and delaying, like you mentioned, is is the ideal way. You know, there is risk with zero RB. You know, if you don't have a running back that in that later rounds that, that works out, particularly in these best ball formats. But if you can anchor in a Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, a Jonathan Taylor, for example, and that that's the next question I'm going to take. We're talking about should you be drafting more? So you should be making sure you're filling in the guidelines that Connor's discussing here with us today. But when you're looking at hero rb or anchor rb where are you thinking of those guidelines i know in this article you talk about the running back one before round three and the running back two after round five is that what you're setting out as you know the the kind of modified build here yeah yeah so generally speaking uh anchor rb would be uh one running back in the first two rounds and then so obviously i've said delay your rb2 until after round nine and I'm trying to go out of my way to say that doesn't mean, hey, if you get a falling ADP and you're looking at them uh, in round eight, don't do it because of my rules. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to say, hey, most most people when they go this route, like the vast majority of teams take their second running back in round six. They're like, oh, I'm out of the dead zone now. It was it felt like holding my breath. Now I can get my my deep breath of air, a sweet sweet running back two, and uh, and uh, now I feel better about my team. I feel more comfortable. Whereas uh, it feels more uncomfortable uncomfortable to hold your breath a little bit longer and delay it a little bit more. But other people aren't doing that, and um, it's just as strong, if not stronger. So that th- that really is the way I try to approach. Uh, construction of like hey how do i differentiate just a little bit and be just as strong without um that and do it in ways that other people don't want to and i've seen you talking about this on twitter and i've talked to you privately and other people privately about it and on twitter but when people are talking about some of these drafts it is a case that we're in a, a kind of bubble we're talking about this all the time we're drafting all the time other people aren't doing that and like you talk about in these articles a lot of people just aren't drafting efficiently at all. There maybe isn't even a, a construction overall. It's, you know, maybe get those running backs, put in this wide receiver, get your tight end whenever you get it, get your quarterback whenever it happens. And and that there all like lowers your chances of winning. So when you look through all these different ways, it's going to benefit you and trying to enhance those chances to win your leagues, enhance those advanced rates, and then hopefully you can take home some big money in those contests and the information we're talking about today was specifically looking at underdog and half point ppr but again the information that we're talking about while might be slightly different will tailor to your specific format and you can do all that up on on rotoviz and, and really put it into those particular you know scenarios that you want for your specific league or for your specific tournament but connor as we get ready to close things out what is the conclusion here and, and how should the people listening and be, be thinking about drafting running backs here on underdog specifically in 2022. Uh, the, the main conclusion is that if you are using an anchor or zero RB construction, you should not be kind of like slavishly, Hey, I'm going to draft five running backs in zero and uh, anchor RB or uh, six in zero RB. You should really be willing to take the extra guy into the, push into the higher end of the, ra- the range when it makes sense and if you are drafting early running backs you should be doing the opposite you differentiate by uh, by showing more constra- restraint 
that makes a that's i think a perfect way to to sum it all up so we mentioned the article it will be linked in today's show notes if you want to check it out of course you can sign up and get yourself a road of his nfl pass if you haven't already done so and you can get a 10 percent discount as a loyal podcast listener using the code rv radio 2022 at checkout over on rotoviz.com you can go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for additional information if you are listening to this on the rotoviz baseball podcast feed please hit that subscribe button drop us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app but if you're listening to this on the rotoviz radio main podcast feed we do now have a dedicated baseball feed for some of our baseball content but specifically for the baseball shows like this one that i'm doing with connor today and for the shows that I do with Zachary Kruger, who is my co-host over here on the show and our live streams that we do up on the YouTube channel, they do also get pushed onto that feed as well. So that is the Road of His Best Ball Show. Make sure you're subscribed to that podcast feed. We do appreciate that greatly. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. My guest today is Connor O'Driscoll. Check out all his work up on rotaviz.com and make sure you follow him at Drico Out on Twitter. Until we're back with another show, have a good one.